Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sublime Soul Surrender. I am Cosmos MD, your host. And as many of you may know, the last Sunday of the month is a solo podcast recording. I talk to you about things that have been requested to bring up. I'd like to give a summary of what the month was like here on Sublime Soul Surrender and share thoughts that are alive for me. So I want to first honor this entire month of incredible speakers. We have had a trans female, a trans male, and a gay man all speak about their experiences and their interactions with the world with such vulnerability and such honesty and so much humility that I want to hold some gratitude for Manny and Jonathan and Lily and say thank you. And I hope all of you took the time to listen to those recordings. And if you haven't, please go back and listen to them. Because today what I want to do is talk about something that has been requested to bring up and is very relevant for anybody who's going through a process of coming out of something new. And it's how to navigate your experiences in the world when you have a relatively new identity. So what I mean by that, let's use this example of what all of us have been immersed in for the last two years, a pandemic. Some of you may have, in this pandemic, found yourself enjoying the idea of keeping to yourself and maybe doing some self-exploration. Some of you may have tried something new because you had time and opportunity. Some of you may not have changed anything about the way that you've been living your life, but the world around you has changed. So in one way or the other, all of us are coming out of something. If nothing else, we're coming out of a pandemic experience. Everybody's personal experience to that is different. But let's add on a layer and let's just pretend. And if this is resonating with people that are listening, I'd love you to really feel into this. Let's pretend that you did in this two years come out of a gender identity or a sexual orientation that you did not necessarily accept, see, admit, or come out of before. And then let's fast forward. If this was happening at some point in time in the two years, you're now integrating yourself into what the new world is, which means bringing out those identities into interactions with people. And that can feel intimidating and scary. And that's what has come up with this one listener. So I appreciate very deeply this question for all of us to consider, which is how do you decide how to prioritize all the different things that come from that one experience? Let me explain what I mean by that. So we'll choose one of these different things you could be coming out of. So we'll choose a new sexual orientation. So it's not just who I'm attracted to and who I want to date. It's also how do I express that? How do I say that? 
How do I navigate the world of perhaps dating or interacting with people? And how do I deal with how I feel about all that that brings out for me? So maybe somebody hasn't had an experience with anybody of a gender that now somebody may be newly attracted to. And that can feel scary. And you may not know, how do I express this to people who I don't even know if they want to hear this? And how do I know who to go to? So those are different questions that come out of an identity that's new. So a sexual orientation in this case. So let's let's expand that even further. Let's assume that your previous experiences of all kinds with whoever you were with before this new orientation, let's say that some of them were traumatic. The question also will come to the surface of, have I dealt with that? Have I dealt with the sexual trauma that I have experienced before? And am I ready to engage in relationships with people when I haven't yet tapped into what that sexual trauma means for me? Then let's compound it with, okay, I'm now going to start to interact with people. Date. How am I doing that? In person? Online? And how am I presenting myself? Am I going to straight off the bat say I am, let's use an example here, pansexual? And if I'm doing that, do I know how to respond to interests? So these were the questions that were coming up from this one listener. So my suggestion to that person was to slow down first, to recognize that you're feeling overwhelmed and that that is so normal and expected in a situation of coming out. And really seriously taking a breath and thinking to yourself, okay, where do I want to start? Your end result may be, I want a relationship, but do you want to start with that? Probably not. That's the journey's path to the goal, right? Your journey is this experience, but the goal is the relationship. A lot of our overwhelm comes from the expectation, this is what I believe, that that result should be what I get right now simply by taking a step. And I think a lot of us could remove some of the pressure we put on ourselves if we allow ourselves to see it as this process, that it really is one footstep in front of the other. And those footsteps may simply be the first one, acknowledging I have a new sexual orientation. And feel it in your body. How happy do you feel? Or how scared do you feel? Or let me not give you words. How do you feel? Period. You fill in the blanks. How do you feel when you say, I am a whatever, if you wanted to label your sexual orientation, pansexual, bisexual, lesbian, gay, heterosexual, asexual, whatever it may be, sapiosexual. So you say that to yourself and then you close your eyes and you feel it in your body. And if you're starting to feel alive, excited, and you want to share it, 
The second step then is, who are my safe people to come out to? Who would really celebrate this? Who would listen? And that may not be that easy. You may need to take a couple of minutes and actually think. It may not be a best friend or a family member because they may already have a prejudice or a bias about what you were before. You may need to kind of work them into it. Or maybe the opposite, and they may be perfectly capable of celebrating it. So find the person that you can celebrate with. Then enjoy that feeling with yourself. Really feel excited and happy about how you feel before you want the whole world to interact with it. We get so excited about a response from others that I think many of us forget and minimize the excitement we can have for ourselves. So really enjoying this growth, this expansion, this beautiful space that you've now uncovered inside of you that now can be liberated and free and feel that first. And take time. Really give yourself as long as it takes for you to really imagine and enjoy all the things that you might want to visualize for yourself with this new orientation. Then take time to consider how would I express this in the world outside of that community of people you might have come out to, meaning the unknown community, strangers, because that's essentially what you'd be doing if you're going to be dating is most likely, unless you have already an existing crowd of people that you can interact with, you may be online and that would mean a whole bunch of strangers. So before you immerse yourself in something that can feel scary, really enjoy the identity that you've got now. And then recognize if there are previous traumatic experiences that you probably cannot solve all of this together at the same time. So step by step, engage with the services that you think are necessary for you. A therapist, a doctor, healers, people that you think you need. And 100%, this is not medical advice, right? What this podcast is. So please make sure that you do have doctors and therapists and services in place to support yourself. So I encourage that no matter what. And then along with what we're talking about right now, even more important that you reach out to them as you're coming out to tell them that you need extra support, maybe extra appointments, maybe a group experience with people that maybe a therapist has a group therapy opportunity or maybe medical group visits. So like different opportunities that you can access. And then comes the part about you engaging in dating. Getting a profile made if you're doing this online, doing it yourself, taking some fun pictures of yourself, expressing your identity, the way you feel connected to it, not necessarily to 
impress other people. I know that's what we do on dating sites. We put these photographs that we want other people to be attracted to. But the people that are most attracted to any picture are going to be attracted to the person that's most happy in those pictures. So making sure that you're really able to feel good about this experience before you put the pressure on yourself to date. I'd like to say to people, date yourself first. Really enjoy your own coming out. Enjoy your own exploration. Be your best lover. I say this also as somebody uh, that has spent a year and a half without enjoying the relationship of another human body with my coming out, both as a sexually and gender fluid person. So I am definitely in that category of people that are having an awesome dating experience with themselves and really know what it's like to have the best loving relationship with yourself. And it's so much so that I don't even know if I want the relationship with another. And sometimes that's because it feels so fucking good to really be free of society pressure. Now, that's not the same for everybody. I'm older. I'm 48. Some of you who are listening may be much younger and may want to have those relationships. Some of you may be older and want to have those relationships. It's not related to age. I simply said that for me in my stage of life, I do want eventually to have my triangular relationship without a doubt. I just feel that it's not something that I need to do right now. But that's what I'm trying to say here is I know what I need right now. So asking yourself what you need right now, why do you want it? Are you doing it to satisfy a society's expectation on you? Are you doing it to make a family member feel better about yourself? Are you doing it because you think that's what you're supposed to do? Or are you doing it because you truly want to? I honor all of it if it's your truth. So allowing yourself to be different. Maybe you are the one that is going to say, I am fucking ready. I am on. I want this. I know what I am. I know who I am. I know what I want. And I'm putting myself out there. And I say, go for it. Enjoy it all. You may be the person that's a little bit timid and says, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I know how I feel about myself, but I'm not sure that I'm ready. Oh my God, I celebrate that. Then don't go and do it. Wait, enjoy the process that you have to go through. And you may be somebody that does not have a clue. And you may say, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what I want. And that's when my suggestion is to slow down. If that is you and you say, I don't know, you absolutely need to give yourself the time to know. And the way you will know is your body will tell you. If you all take a second and close your eyes, imagine you are meeting somebody who you don't like. Just anybody. Let us, We all have people we don't like, right? Just imagine that person is in front of you. How does your body feel? How do you respond to that? 
there'll be something. Maybe there'll be a pinch or there'll be an ow or there'll be a resistance or maybe you won't want to even imagine it. There'll be something that will show up in your body. Remember what that feels like. Now take a breath and imagine you are with somebody you love and adore. Feel that. Where does that land in your body and how does your body respond to that? How do you feel? I'm sure you can experience the difference between what it felt like when you were imagining meeting somebody that you're not so excited about and then meeting somebody that you do like. Pendulate back and forth between those two so that your body can start to recognize your sign and your signal of when something doesn't feel right. That's your body's knowing, your inner knowing. That trigger can tell you so much. That insight can stop you if you're doing something that you may not intellectually know if you're ready for, but your body signals it, you can stop and take a second and remind yourself, oh, wait, yeah, this doesn't feel good. Let me step back and then let me evaluate. Coming out of the be- uh, coming out of the head and getting into our body is a very empowering tool. It allows you to take action in a way that you know your body, your soul, and your mind are connected. We don't always honor that. If we always stay in our head, we're probably going to misalign ourselves. And we're probably also not going to be honoring our real deep truth. So that would be a a step that I think anybody can use for any kind of experience in life if you're looking for a body signal. So if you're getting out there after coming out and you want to meet people and you're not sure, you try something, maybe what you try is going online and you create a profile and then you receive a message and your body gives you a signal that doesn't feel good, then you can stop. Or maybe you haven't gotten that far and you simply just thought about it, told a friend, and then after that, you're not sure about whether or not you want to date. And then you have a feeling in your body that doesn't feel comfortable then that's signaling to you that it's not right. Time is not the right time. And the only way you're going to know when it is the right time is by listening to yourself, the deep inner knowing. So if any of you are curious about this, I do have a workshop series that is launched yesterday. It launched the day before yesterday. I have two more coming up. One is on the 30th of April. That's next Saturday. And the third is on May 6th. Next Saturday, I'm talking about identity, and the one on May 6th is about pleasure. I invite you all to sign up for this. We do a very abbreviated but thorough exploration of what coaching feels like, and you'll get embodiment exposure, there'll be meditation, there'll be interaction, there's also a raffle. So I would love to have you there. Sign up on my website cosmicsoulcoaching.com and if you go there and you look in the look in the menu you'll see how to sign for lips 
Lips is the name of the workshop series, Liberated Identity and Pleasured Soul. Liberation, identity, and pleasure are my three pillars of coaching. I believe that those are really important to be able to find our truth and be able to express our truth and be able to live our best lives. And I would love to support anybody that's going through a process of coming out and needs to have some help and not sure exactly how to explore the world within themselves and the world around themselves. So I hope this was a helpful experience to do together today. And for my listener that requested this, I hope I covered enough here for you to go back and munch on and think about. Please reach out to me again. Thank you to all of you who reach out and request topics for us to talk about and for always listening, for being there, for making the Sublime Soul Surrender podcast a success by being my incredibly loyal global community of listeners. And I am so happy to kick off season five next week. There will be more juicy conversations as they always are. Please come back for more. Wherever you may be, I hope you have a beautiful morning, afternoon, evening, night. And I look forward to connecting with you all next Sunday. In the meantime, take good care of yourselves. And I will see you, well, listen to you soon. Bye, everybody.